Welcome to Enter the Glory Zone with me, Dr. Edith Davis on 94.1 FM Wave 94. Spiritual believers and listeners, today I have an alert, an alert for the people of God, the alert for just people. There's something coming, everyone, something that's coming, and I don't know exactly what it's going to be, but you must be prepared. And what I mean by be prepared, meaning get your house in order, get your relationships in order, get your finances in order, get your body in order, get your mind in order, get your emotions in order, get your spirit in order, get your body, your soul, and your spirit in order. And what does that mean by getting it in order? Well, for me, it means lining my entire entity with the Word of God, making sure that I am in alignment in my mind, in my in my um, will and in my emotions with the Word of God. That's my soul, the linchpin. And then, of course, my body. I need to eat right. I need to exercise. I need to rest. I need to de-stress, right? Those are very critical. I, I need, and then in spirit, in the spirit, I need to keep feeding my spirit. Um, I was listening um, to my godfather talk about his daughter. The Holy Spirit had gave her a word, and it just hit my spirit saying, word fed, spirit led. I mean, we got to start doing some exercising in the spirit We've got to be doers of the word, not performance driven, but doers of the word in the sense of led by the Holy Spirit so that the works that we do are spirit led works, not flesh led works. Well, Dr. Davis, Dr. Davis, what does that look like? You can have two people feeding the poor. Right. That the feeding the poor in India or feeding the poor in Africa or feeding the poor in the United States of America. Hey, guess what? One is the work of the flesh and the other one is the work of the spirit. Well, Dr. Davis, how is that? Both of them are good and it's good to do that. But if it's going to be a work of the spirit, it has to be led by the Spirit. It has to be an assignment given to you by the Spirit. And this is one of the problems that we have in the body of Christ is that we have a lot of people doing a lot of things in following other people, but not doing what God has assigned to them to do. Because if you're doing a good work, but you're not doing the good work that God designed for you to do, that good work that you're supposed to be doing is left undone, right? And and somebody else has been assigned to do that good work. That means that we we have a situation where we are not about our father's business. And it's going to be very critical that we hear the spirit. It may be life and death for ourselves, life and death for our Families. So where is all this urgency coming from? Um, I have my mother. She's a gorgeous, beautiful African-American female, Esther. She's just a phenomenal woman. However, my mother, she listens to a lot of news. And 
my lifestyle before my mother came was a lifestyle where I kept my atmosphere pretty quiet or with word. I mean, if it wasn't a word, a, a song praising the Lord or some something that was edifying, teaching me more about God the Father, teaching me more about Lord God Christ Jesus, teaching me more about the Lord God Holy Spirit, teaching me more about the kingdom of God. I'm not really interested in it because I, I want to feed on the word and I want to be spirit led, right? And now that my mother's with me, ever since COVID, I brought my mother home to stay with me. Um, I get to hear a little bit more of the secular news. And once she was, she was talking on Gail and she's such, and I have the same thing. She, we're very empathetic. We, we feel for people. We, we're, um, my whole family line are very strong and sacrificial givers. And we, we love everyone. And, we want to help everyone. And that's one of the issues in our family line in the sense of we're not doing the things that we're supposed to be doing. We're doing, we're being led by our soul realm. We're being led by our emotions. We're being led by, um, somebody who's gotten to our heads and we're not, um, using our resources the right way. And so she was listening and she was saying, Gail, I call Gail when I go home. Take a look. Look at this whole town got flooded. And I said, oh, mom. I said, pray for her. Let's pray for them. I said, but mom, I said, this is why I don't listen and watch a lot of things because it's an overload of the senses. It's an overload of the senses. And what happens is you see all this tragedy. You see all these things and it, 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 it gets to the point where you say, what can I do? You, you kind of get frustrated because you want to do something. There's compassion that, which is the compassion of Christ Jesus that wells up in your heart. And for me, I, I pray. And then if the Holy Spirit leads me to do something in, in special for this situation, then I will do it. But before I had that knowledge, I was like everybody else, just overwhelmed. And I said, Mom, I said, this is a sensory thing. This is a sensory overload. And that's why you have to be very careful of what you permit to get into your eye gate. You got to be very careful about what you let get into your ear gate, what, 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 what you permit into your mind. The battlefield is the mind, like Joyce Meyer says, right? So why is that so important? Because You'll be distracted. You'll be put off track. And just a slight error in the trajectory may make you miss your destiny. So soon after that, it was minutes after that, she said, Gail, she said, there's, there's, I'm putting out propaganda now about, um, the color of your, your skin dictates whether or not you have COVID. And the first thing that came into my mind is, here it, be, it begins. Here, here, here it does. It begins where we once again divide and conquer the way of wedging in with the races and having people, um, um, ban certain people from coming into the store because of the color of their skin. We've been there. We've done that in America. Remember back in before in the early Jim Crow? I mean, we had the white only and the black only sections and things like that. It was awful. Absolutely awful. And the Holy Spirit took me back to Germany and how these young German children and the young Jewish children, they were playing. They've been playing together for years. And one of the best soccer players was a Jewish boy. 
And they had just played the day before. And then the next day, they get together to play soccer. The next day, and the Jewish boy is not permitted to play. He's the best soccer player in the whole team. He's not permitted to play because he's Jewish. It it filtered down to the children. They hear their parents in the kitchen talking about it. And all of a sudden, it overtakes them. And this, this spirit of division, this spirit of racism, this spirit of sexism, this spirit of anti-Semitic, this, this, these evil, evil spirits come upon our children, our defenseless children who receive so easily, right? So I was listening to my mother and I was saying, this is how it begins. We got to buckle up, guys. Buckle up. Put on your seatbelts. You've got to start paying attention to what is being fed to your ear ear gate. You've got to pay attention to what is being fed to your eye gate. You've got to be careful and pay attention to what's being fed into your mind. You know, people are people are trying to use all sorts of different um, techniques to win elections or some use fear, some use name association with someone's very negative and thinking that that is going to help them win the election when people need to be running on their work, running on what they have done. What what have they contributed to the community? What have they contributed to their state? What have they contributed to the nation? What skill sets can you offer our nation? What skill sets can you offer our state? What skill sets can you offer our community? What benefit can you bring to our community? What benefits can you bring to our state? What benefit can you bring to our nation? People, if they're not, if they don't read correctly, they're going to miss the boat. I was listening to um, four um, women from suburbia and basically they said we were not manipulated by um, people talking about critical race theory. We don't have critical race theory in our school system. They said we, we weren't manipulated by that. What we're concerned about is that our children has missed a lot of knowledge. They are behind because of COVID, because of absenteeism, because of loss of instructional time. That is what we're concerned about. That These parents understand that education is the gateway to success. This is how you perpetuate the line of doctors in your family. This is how you perpetuate the line of lawyers in your family. This is how you perpetuate the line of engineers in your family. This is how we perpetuate the line of entrepreneurs, business people in your family. And they recognize that this is a big gap in their children's education. And they're looking for solutions, not propaganda, not not whipping up the fear. They want their children to be taught concept, knowledge, and skills. They want their children to understand those concepts. They want their children to be able to apply those concepts. And they want their children to be able to 
solve problems with those concepts, but even more so, they want their children to be able to extrapolate from what they have learned and solve new, new problems or even some old problems that still have not been solved. They want children to be able to extrapolate. And you can't do that if you don't have a a good education. You don't have, you can't do that if you don't have a good understanding of the concepts of the knowledge and the skills. You can't do that if you go beyond the understanding. You can actually apply what you have learned. You can't go beyond that if you cannot extrapolate and solve future problems. This is where the Googles come from. This is where all the new innovative te- technologies come from. This is where, this is, this is the, this is the breeding ground. Of new ideas, new inventions, right? Witty inventions. And this is where people are. They want something real. And of course, I, I immediately shout out the micro spiral methodology. This is a divine download from God that actually overcomes, helps overcome absenteeism and loss of instructional time. What? Yes. Absenteeism and loss of instructional time. In my research, I took a whole year science curriculum, compressed it into three months, which is a summer, did a micro spiral, basically implemented it, executed, delivered the micro spiral to the children. And guess what happened? African-American scores went up by 45%. Hispanic scores went up by almost 30%. Anglo-American scores went up almost 30%. Um, economically disadvantaged, free lunch children scores went up 32%. What, what, what? Yes. Male, female, gifted and promising, above average, average, special needs, special ed children, Everybody's scores went up. Why? Because it helps overcome absenteeism and loss of instructional time. Little, your, your little one is not sitting in their seat because they're sick that day, but they still have two more opportunities or more to receive that knowledge, those concepts, that knowledge, those skills. It's awesome and it's phenomenal and it works. Everywhere I've taken this, it works for real. This is what people are looking for. They are looking for real solutions to real problems and they're tired of the propaganda. They're tired of them against us. They're tired of it. They want you to be about your business, your destiny, because guess what? You were designed, each and every one of us was designed to do something special on this planet, planet Earth, that we all need. That's right. We all need. So if you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, there's a need in this on this planet that has not been fulfilled. That's why we've got to get back on track. We've got to be about our father's business. We've got to be word fed and spirit led. We've got to examine ourselves and let the Holy Spirit reveal to us the roots of bitterness, 
the the seeds that have been sowed sowed into us by the enemy that makes us destructive, destructive to ourselves and to others. We've got to be willing to humble ourselves and say, God, here am I, change me, transform me into a vessel that you can use. We've got to do that. We've got to. We've got to start taking better care of ourselves and taking care of each other. We've got to. This divide and conquer. And it's extremely profitable. We've, we've, we've had Facebook and Google and others exposed because they, they feed people what they want to hear, right? They, they figure out through an algorithm, um, what you want to hear and they feed you that. Well, that's not the way you grow and learn. You have to be able to, to, understand other people's perspective and you need the truth, not just the facts. Dr. Davis, what's the difference between the truth and the facts? Facts are in the temporal. Truth is in the spiritual, right? So, and as you know, depending on how you perceive is how you receive. You can have the three or four eyewitnesses to a crime or two, an accident or two, anything, two or three. And they'll all have a different perspective. They were all there at the scene of the crime. They were all there at the scene of the accident. But how they perceived enabled them to receive the information that was there and interpret it. That's why truth is very different. There is no interpretation of the truth. The truth is the truth, but facts can be interpreted. You see it in a court of law every day. This is what lawyers do. They understand this, how you present something, how you package it, how you get the right jury, because that jury that you're trying to get will have a perspective that you can capitalize on, right? This is an alert. This is an alert, an alert, an alert. We have to get it together. As I go out through the grocery stores, I had an opportunity to work for a very good company called Kroger's. Kroger's, I was a I was a co-manager at Kroger's at one time in my life. And what I learned was the whole system of the grocery business. The margins are very, very, very slim in the grocery business. So they have a lot of ways of marketing the products that they keep in their grocery stores, right? And so if you want something sold, you have it at the eye level of the child, right? If you want certain cereal sold so that they can badger their parents into giving them the sugar, the sugar filled, um, cereal versus the, the healthy granola, right? <laughs> so the pet, even the pet, pets, pet products are sold to the humans, not to the pets. <laughs> so, and the woman is the primary um, buyer for the family household. She buys for the husband and the children. So there's a lot of bombarding of the of the mother, the female in the household. Okay, so it and of course I have, this goes back to my MBA 
in marketing and management, right? So as I um, reflect on, on we've got to protect our minds and not be manipulated, some people are breaking away from this and they want, they want solutions and they're tired of the propaganda. Um, saying, trying to cause division between people, division between races, division is not going to solve the problem. It's going to only exacerbate the problem, right? What we need is new tools, new solutions, ways to farm better, ways to provide food. So back to the instant, what I was trying to lead up to in walking in the grocery stores, I can recognize when there's a shortage. I can walk in a store and I can see how they're trying to camouflage and hide the fact that there is a food shortage. I know a lot of you other people, all of a sudden a lot of things that you normally used to buy are no longer available, right? So we need to understand and recognize the signs of the time. We cannot, we can no longer not take care of business. We've got to make sure that we take care of our bodies. We've got to make sure we take care of our minds. We got to make sure that our will is not being manipulated by others. We've got to take care of our emotions. Emotions are good. But they must be under the control of the Holy Spirit. They must be under the control of your spirit. Not the emotions should not be making any decisions about anything. The emotions color our life. Emotions fuel our life. Emotions make the sky bluer and emotions make the grass greener. But it should not be making any decisions on anything. Right. It's the rocket fuel of life. Emotions. So we must have healthy emotions. And this is an area where Satan has really ran rapid in the emotional realm. And people do things in the emotional realm. People murder in the emotional realm. And when it's over, when it's over, they don't know what happened. How did this happen? And someone is dead. Uh, there was an incident. It's true, unfortunately. Um, it was in the gang territory. I think it was in Chicago. Um, a young boy, um, um, went into the store and there was, um, a gang, gang leader. And all the young boy, he was just, he just brushed up against him. He didn't mean to. That young man, because of the rage, the, the fruit of the flesh, the fruit of rage, the fruit of wrath, he, Knocked the boy into the street and he, that boy was ran over by a car and was killed. Wow. Emotions. Emotions. Marriages are destroyed in this emotional realm. Relationships are destroyed in this emotional realm. People lose their jobs in this emotional realm. We've got to make sure that we align ourselves up, in my case, with the word of God and not let my emotions rule me. I was listening to Rick Warner. Um, I, I was at R-E-N-N-E-R. And he was doing a whole series on the fruit of the flesh and the fruit of the spirit. 
and he is a Greek scholar, and he actually took the Greek word for wrath, and it blew my mind. It was like just, you know, it was like a a volcanic eruption when you tap into that wrath, and that lava comes spewing out and just decimates everything in his path. And your words that were spoken in that spirit are deadly and they can wreck your life. It reminded me of um, what the Russians did to Napoleon. We call it the scorched earth, which is um strategy that the Russians used against the Napoleon. Basically, they they burnt up the land. They killed, they burnt up all the all the the fields and make sure there was nothing livable or edible for the French army. And as they drove deeper into the Russian territory, the Russian winter hit. It was formidable. There were casualties left and right. Napoleon had to back up, retreat, and that was pretty much the end for Napoleon. The scorched earth. The same thing with the spirit of wrath. I'm aware of that spirit. My parents told me about the spirit. It comes from being hurt, bombarded. You know, the things that you suffer as a child, the things that you suffer as a young adult, the things that you suffer as an adult, the racism, the sexism, the, the, all the isms, right? Um, the, um, unfairness. We know that the world is not what? Fair. So don't expect the world to be fair, but God is. Daddy God, you ain't He loves us and he has a great plan for us and he wants good things in our lives. So this, this, these seeds that Satan has planted in each and every one of our lives eventually erupts like a volcano and spews out and decimates everything in his path. And guess what? It, even the spirit of murder follows it. If you get agitated and aggravated enough, just like that young boy who lost his life simply because he brushed up against a young man that was full of the spirit of wrath. We need to be on alert. I will continue this discussion because I believe something's coming. Something's coming and we need to have our house in order. I want to close this broadcast with Romans 10, 9, and that is if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Thank you. Thank you for joining me on Enter the Glory Zone, 94.1 FM, Wave 94, Dr. Edith Davis. Presence.